It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now let's speak uh, to uh, local woman Aoife McManus. Aoife is uh, from Ashburn in County Meath, uh, but uh, she's joining us on line now from Kabul. A very good morning to you, Aoife, and uh, thank you indeed uh, for joining us on uh, the programme uh, this morning. Uh, you uh, would seem to be in one of uh, the scariest corners of uh, the world uh, this morning. Uh, not a, a place a, a lot of people would opt to be in uh, and uh, it would seem to be all the more dangerous uh, for a woman. What can you tell us about the last few days? Uh, hi, good morning. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have opted to be in, in this particular situation. When I came to Afghanistan, it was a lot safer, a lot a lot uh, different than it is today. Uh, yeah, the last few days have, have changed everything completely. Uh, I went from being able to, you know, be very protected and go visit people in other compounds with no issue to um the streets being under Taliban control now in the last in the last 36 hours or 48 hours so yeah it's a very different a very different couple mm. in within the last 48 hours uh, were you expecting uh, the Taliban to take control so quickly no nobody expected the, nobody expected that people had had uh, estimated 30 days, 60 days, you know, several months, six months, and then it all happened within basically 24 hours. It was very sudden, and even though, uh, you know, not evacuations, but relocations had been planned for staff in in the just-in-case, it all happened so quickly that most NGO staff actually didn't get out before flights started to be cancelled, so it became a very different situation. Mm. I'm sure. Uh, And uh, therein lies uh, the problem because uh, there wasn't uh, the opportunity to get out in time because it happened uh, overnight when you were expecting that it would take months. And now you're in this uh, situation uh, where I take it you would like to leave, uh, but there are no commercial flights out of Kabul. Actually, um, it's not just commercial flights we were relying on. I already had a ticket for a commercial flight. We're also looking at chartered flights, also looking at military flights at the airport's you know, became overrun with citizens trying to leave by any means, as we've seen the videos and stuff, I'm sure, of people falling off planes and, and the like. So it's that the airport has closed. So I still have a commercial flight ticket. There's an opportunity for a chartered flight. There's an opportunity, hopefully, for a military flight. It's a matter of getting to the airport, and it's a matter of the airport being functional right now. So definitely, I'm hoping, and I will leave, but it's just a matter of when. Mm. How many hours? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, you'd be concerned about uh, getting from where you are to the airport. It's always going to be a concern, but I think that, you know, from everything I'm hearing and everything I've seen and I've moved around the city a lot in the last in the last two days um, due to security situ- situations changing in the location that I am, moving to another location to be closer to the airport, moving away from there again as the situation deteriorated. So uh, the Taliban that are on the streets, the ones that are at the police checkpoints, which are now, which were joint checkpoints two days ago, are now police check, are now Taliban checkpoints. They're not looking to, they're not looking to cause an international incident. They want this to look like, you know, to charm offensive. They want it to look like everything's going to be peaceful. They want foreigners to leave. They're not trying to cause any incident. They want to legitimize themselves in the eyes of the international community. So, I think, you know, there would be could be some incidents on the way, but it's not so likely. It just needs to be planned and structured in the right way, mm. with permission. Actually, the the embassies, have, you know, anybody of importance has has contacts where you can ask for the commander of a of a checkpoint contact number, and negotiations can be made. It just takes logistics as well. Okay. Uh, undoubtedly, uh, your family will be delighted to hear that you're safe uh, and well uh, and will be anxious uh, about you coming home. Uh, what do you have to say to the family in Ashburn? Oh, <laughs> they're hearing from me all day, every day. Mm. No, I think the family in Ashburn are waiting for me to come home. All the candles are lit, all the masses are being said. I actually think that the fact that I've ended up on the radio, even though I hadn't really thought about it that way has given them the extra support that they know that other people are also wishing me home safely so I think it's a positive thing really yeah, I'm sure it is what prompted I you know they, they'll, they're sure they'll see me for Guinness in a few days <laughs> okay well I tell you uh, given uh, the ethos or, or uh, principles of uh, the Taliban you're a very long way away from a uh, Guinness or anything like it uh, at the moment um, and uh, in a very a scary part of uh, the world in particular over the course of uh, the last few days. As you say, things were better when you arrived in Kabul. What, what what prompted you to go into this line of international work? Uh, you're working in the primary education uh, sector uh, and uh, it takes a, a certain type of person, I, I take it, to go to far-flung places uh, such as Afghanistan. Uh, I'm a primary school teacher myself and a grail school in uh, in Dublin. And I, I took two years off to, to work as a volunteer in the north of Ghana as a teacher trainer. I went back to my school then and then took some more time off to work with uh, UNICEF in Mozambique for several years on, on uh, education projects. And then as I finished in Mozambique after four years, and I also worked with some gender-based violence, gender-based violence projects there, this, this opportunity came up. It wasn't something that I thought I would take. I didn't want to be basically Bridget Jones in Afghanistan <laughs> was the way I was seeing it. But actually, it just was very interesting, a very good learning opportunity, a way to help, um, you know, communities that I wouldn't normally get to work with, like the most marginalized, working with girls and that kind of thing, working with the government. Mm. It was an opportunity to, for me to learn. So I took it thinking I would come for six months, and it's been over two years now. The people are wonderful. Everybody's trying their best for the country. Everybody wants their children to be educated, actually, including the Taliban to an extent. So um, 
Yeah, that's what brought me. That's what kept me here. Mm-hmm. What brought me here was a series of events, and what kept me here is the people. Yeah, well, you're hoping, uh, and uh, I'm sure, uh, as you say, uh, you'll be able to get out in uh, the next couple of days. Uh, Of course, uh, there's plenty of people who won't be able to get out, who'll be left behind and uh, will live under a Taliban regime, uh, which does not have a a good history. Uh, Can you tell us uh, what uh, the indigenous population are are feeling? Uh, We can see uh, dramatic scenes, uh, people trying to flee at all costs, uh, as you say, clinging onto airplanes and so on. But generally speaking, uh, are, are people afraid? Are they anxious? Uh, are they all the more so anxious uh, for their children and the children that you work f- uh, with, uh, in particular uh, the young girls? What future uh, lies in store for them? I think the colleagues that I speak to, you know, I work with um, several NGOs. Uh, we work. I work mostly with national staff. Um, I work with you know, national stuff from them, from ministry, from a lot of people around most are concerned for their own children. I think people think that they'll be okay. Some of them have already lived through Taliban regime. Some some people in their 20s are being told by their parents, look, it'll all be okay. We've gone through this before. You know, you were a child, you don't remember, but it'll be fine. It'll all settle down again. And then, but I think underneath it all, there's a sense of panic, right? I left our, our compound I think it's two days ago now, all the days have blurred into each other. Mm. And um, everybody was crying in the office. Everybody was afraid of what will change. I think the work that we do, the face of it will change. Hopefully we'll still be able to work with communities. Hopefully things will go on to an extent, maybe remotely. Uh, there's no sign of us leaving or anything, but people are really worried. And And actually, in some ways, the U.S. and Canada, and you know, they've they've put out this opportunity for visas and the British, and then it has become misinformation where everybody thinks they're entitled to have these visas, and there's this panic to get these visas. Whereas it, the the criteria for having these visas is very very specific, and most people don't qualify for it at all. And this kind of misinformation is what has driven people to go to the airport mm. and wait and try and jump on planes. So, I mean, there's this all will be well, we'll all be okay on the outside, but underneath a very, very uncertain, um, panicky situation for people. Mm, yeah, well, I'm sure it is uh, because uh, it's 20 years uh, since uh, the Taliban uh, ruled over Afghanistan. Uh, they're saying now that they'll ensure representation for all ethnicities and they're keen to work with the international community that they'll respect the rights of women and yeah. minorities as per Afghan norms and therein may lay the, the concern uh, because people will remember, as you say, when they were last under Taliban rule uh, and uh, women were stoned in public, whipped and, uh, and hung on time, uh, at times. Yeah, I think um, as per Afghan norms is also open to much interpretation. I mean, it depends on what this province you're in, how, how um, you know, conservative any, anywhere is. I mean, it's so open to interpretation. I think they're saying at the moment that nothing will change, but I think once the international community has left, things will, will rapidly change. But hopefully, they're saying, they're almost calling themselves, no, we're calling them <laughs> Taliban 2.0, which we're sure is not the truth. It's the, it's the face they're putting forward at the moment, but maybe Taliban 1.2, I don't know. Okay, we yeah. have to see. It's very, very uncertain times for yeah. people. 
they look yeah. very unusual, I suppose, to Irish eyes. I'm not sure if they look uh, unusual to you after being uh, in the region for the last couple of years. But how do you think uh, white Irish English speaking woman from Ashburn looks to the Taliban? Uh, and is that of a, a concern to you, Aoife? Obviously, it's a concern to me. It's what has been concerning me for the days leading up to us leaving. You know, I'm white, I'm blonde these days. My red hair is gone and my eyes are blue. I, I, you know, but actually, I've passed a lot of Taliban. Taliban have seen me in the last 24 hours and have not had any issue with me. They don't, they're not looking for trouble. They don't want an international incident. I'm here with a group of people of, of different nationalities. You know, um, I think I'm in the right group of, you know, colleagues and friends and security and everything else to, um, to not, I'm not under the radar, but also they don't, they don't want to harm me right now. I'm just not allowed to look anybody in the eye <laughs> or say hello, mm-hmm. which is difficult when people are near you with, you know, in a very unusual circumstance and they have a very different energy to everybody else in the room but that all will be well all will be well i do believe that they don't they don't have any interest in anything happening to me or to any of my colleagues or anything else they've given assurances basically to people that nothing's going to harm us nothing will stop us from getting to the airport nothing will stop us from getting out Mm. well stay safe continue to be as careful and as cautious as uh, you obviously are Aoife uh, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people in Ashburn who uh, enjoy toasting you when you uh, come back to that point of Guinness that's waiting for you <laughs> Alright, thanks a lot Thank you very much indeed. That's Aoife McManus, uh, who's from Ashburn, hoping to come back to Ashburn, have a a pint of Guinness with the family and friends. Uh, That's uh, when she manages uh, to return safely uh, and get a a flight out of Kabul in Afghanistan. Michael Michael Reed on on LMFM. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.